You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Rochester City Council will vote this month on a package of bills to hold slumlords accountable. WXXI's Gino Finelli has the story. Across the city of Rochester, about one in 50 properties sits vacant, with little recourse against the owners who leave them to rot. But new legislation would change that. Owners of vacant properties would be required to file with a registry and submit a plan to the city on what will be done with them. Owners would also have to pay an annual fee to keep the properties vacant, with prices going up the longer the property is vacant. City Council President Miguel Melendez submitted the legislation alongside Mayor Malik Evans. He said the legislation is designed not to punish property owners, but push them into compliance with city law. By virtue of us focusing on creating opportunities for compliance and being very upfront about it, I think it will help us get more more proactive landlords and property owners in the city to comply. The legislation also includes stricter fees for property code violations that would compound into daily fines if the landlord ignores the violations. An educational component would be mailed regularly to renters and landlords beginning in 2024. That would outline what legal powers both parties have and how to exercise them. City Council is scheduled to vote on the package of bills on May 23rd. Gino Finelli, WXXI News. State and local agencies say they are keeping a close eye on Lake Ontario water levels in recent weeks following prolonged rainfall throughout the Great Lakes. Here's Greestown Supervisor Bill Rylick. The peak will be a very brief period. They're expecting it to only be a week or two. So therefore, the levels that we're seeing right now, it's not going to get much higher. And if it does get higher, it will only be for a very brief period of time. So we do not anticipate any uh, situation that we've seen in the past. Rylick says his town is also better prepared compared to previous years when there was flooding along the lakeshore. Governor Kathy Hochul says personnel from state agencies are closely watching lake levels and are ready to help lakeshore communities if it does look like there will be any flooding. Pistol permit applications in Monroe and other nearby counties have fallen dramatically this year. Officials suspect the decline stems from changes in state law requiring applicants to first complete hours of safety training that has been expensive and, until recently, in short supply. WXXI's Brian Sharp reports. This is where we do probably 80% of our training. We've got... um we got about six clubs around Rochester within, you know, 45 minutes or so. At an outdoor shooting range in Wayne County, David Jenkins is a familiar face. He's a certified firearms instructor and the founder and director of training for Rochester Personal Defense. Business picked up significantly last fall after the state mandated classroom and live fire training before would-be gun owners can apply for a pistol permit and buy a gun. So last year when this whole new process started... It was crazy. People couldn't, we couldn't have enough slots in classes in October, November, and December. Like, we were surprised. December's usually dead. Uh, January's usually dead. Uh, But they've been probably our best months in four or five years. Judges in the area had often been ordering a basic three-hour safety course as part of the permit process before the change. The state law ups that to 18 hours, over two days, while adding a host of other new steps and requirements to the process. As an educator, I appreciate the fact that there are going to be people who have a little bit higher education on firearm safety and concealed carry and how to be in public. Um, So the education part I like. 
the constitutionalist in me, the the citizen in me, doesn't believe it should be mandated, it's kind of hard to walk that line some days. But here's where it gets interesting, or perplexing. Only a fraction of those who have completed the training have followed through and applied for their pistol permit. Still fewer have gotten one. The county received about 270 new pistol permit applications through April. More than 700 had applied by this time last year. The disconnect is confounding to Jenkins and others like Monroe County Clerk Jamie Romeo, but it seems one thing remains the same. Gun sales. There are not fewer guns. The number of weapons being added to existing permits has really stayed the same. When Jenkins surveyed graduates of his program who had not applied for their permits, some responded they were waiting for references, another new requirement. Some to have the money to move forward. Some were just waiting. Henry Willard of Webster waited four months to get into a class and took another month getting everything together to apply. Now he waits. It costs you $500 a person in two days of training in order to even be eligible for a permit. That doesn't mean you get it. That just means that you can apply for one. Add in the cost of newly required gun safes, then actually buying a gun, Jenkins says people can expect to spend well over $1,000. He argues the new rules are disproportionately impacting those with limited incomes and time. Every week, 10 or 12 phone calls of people who, A, can't afford it or because they're now working two and three jobs, that they cannot find the time to do this course. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the class action lawsuit for people who can't afford to do it, can't afford their exercise, you know, they can't afford the $1,300 to exercise their Second Amendment rights. While not an exact measure, pistol permit applications from city residents are down 71% this year, compared to a drop of 59% among suburbanites. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.